0: AMSATC podcast with your own Felicia Sanders. Today, we're so excited to have Connie Graf, who is the owner of the um, Chaos to Peace, and she is a clutter-clearing (laughs) muse, which totally catch my attention immediately. So, welcome, Connie, and can you tell the audience what that, what you do?
1: (laughs) Hi, Felicia. Thanks for having me. Yes, sure. So, yeah, I, uh, I help people with, um, cr- so I, I go from a more positive angle. I say I help people create supportive environment. And often that includes decluttering and organizing, uh, decluttering first so that you don't have clutter, that you have all, that you only have things that you actually love and use. And then organizing them in a way that they support you in, in your, what you're doing like it, and it, it everybody is different so if you're a if you're a mom being at home we're making sure that the environment supports you in being a mom and helping your children raising your children homeschooling now or whatever if you're a business owner and you work from home then we make sure that that works so we I just help them create this supportive environment through decluttering and organizing
0: that's so important because I think, you know, as a mom myself, sometimes we feel like organizing or decluttering, so to speak. It's, it's a big task and it's a, it's a daunting challenge to overcome. Yes. And uh, may I ask, like, how do you get into this business? Because it's not a very glamorous, right? Like, it's, it's kind yes. of hard to get to, that mindset. It's like, let me clean up because everybody needs to clean up. But, they, you know, it's not like something that you just do or at least most people would be very overwhelmed usually
1: yeah and and I'm one of these weirdos who are born organized (laughs) so I actually already (laughs) when I was I was probably not even a teenager yet I was already um, trying to set up my room. So I was fortunate enough to have my own room growing up. Like as of about seven years old, we moved into that house where I actually had my own room, but it was very small room. I always joke and say it was a broom closet. It was very small, but it was my own. But so because it was so small, I don't know. It was just in my blood. I would constantly, I think I was maybe nine or 10. I would kind of look, how could I make it more functional or how could I make, how can I make it? So I feel more comfortable in it. And um, so then I would, and I would perch and, and, and declutter and organize and reorganize and everything and everybody, like my parents thought I was a little nuts you know (laughs) it's like it's not the typical like you being that (laughs) but it was all so I don't to me it's not about being minimalistic or or having only a certain amount of things for me it's all like how do I feel in the environment and can I actually do what I want to do and so when I was at a child, I was very crafty. I would do craft projects and everything, and I would get really irritated when it didn't flow. So it's all about that this, the environment supports you in what you want to do so that you don't use um, unnecessarily energy on trying to, mm-hmm. <laughs> to, yes. to make sure you have your things or you find your things, but actually can focus on what you really want to do. So that's kind of like how it all started, and then you couldn't have this as a profession when when I had to pick a profession. Mm -hmm. So then I went into the finance world, but I always said like, Oh, I'm organizing numbers, like, you know, in finance, that's what you do, you organize numbers into a, into a structure that then makes sense. And um, well, you have to pay taxes afterwards, but it's also for the business important. So you have a structure and you understand your numbers. And then um, more and more, I just like, I'm not really, I didn't, I wasn't feeling too comfortable in the cor- corporate world. So I was quickly a, a financial consultant. And I learned or I realized I actually teach my clients as much about numbers as I teach them about how to organize their workspace, how to make sure their workspace is supporting them in running their business. So yeah, that's how it all happened. that's you
0: know we need people uh, I mean your skill set is so important you know because I think you're right Um, I think organization is it goes beyond what you can see to me it's like a mindset and you mentioned flow because I think in the eastern culture um, there is this word called chi and you know when you're organized it's actually promoting wealth it's promoting peace is promoting calmness and when Mm -hmm. you're in an environment where there's too many chaos you know which is interesting because your website is or your program is called chaos to peace and i resonated with that message so much initially when we first met because i think when people are going through things it's easy to feel there's so much chaos and then the chaos creates the feeling of overwhelmness Mm -hmm. and that's usually when people kind of go down the spiral because they don't know how to create that out for themselves so what would you say you know when when you when you're let's say you're somebody who's like oh my gosh like I need help but I don't know where to start what would you tell them
1: yeah so it's um it's very individual but so I always say kind of like everything starts in your mind (laughs) you know Mm -hmm. so one of the big issues that people have is that they they think they don't have time to organize or they don't have time to do this but what they're not realizing is how much extra energy um, a chaotic environment uh, requires from you and also how much um, it would help if you actually would calm down take the time assess the uh, the environment and look so that's why i'm saying it's um individual so if you're a mom at home with your children you want to start where you are most stressed out because of the chaos and i mean and and it's not just like i always say it's not about the things necessarily but the effect of being less stressed especially as a mom is that you're kinder with your child and you know and 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 it's, it's um so less stress for your child is also a nicer childhood for your child and and then the child is less stressed so it's kind of like a ripple effect so that's where you want to start if you're a business owner and you work from home you want to single out and figure out where are the areas that I'm really getting stressed like if you're never find files on your computer, if, if it's important, you need to work on them, then maybe that's where you need to start. You know, that's maybe then you need to figure out how you can clean up your computer and create a filing system that actually works for you. And that's, again, individual. Everybody has a little bit different brain, <laughs> um, right. uh, the brain um, function so you have to figure out how would I find it easy and then get into the habit of saving it that way which will take a lot of stress away from you and you need to work like if you have a client on the phone and you can't find the file you start scrambling and then you're not at your best you don't serve your client good because you're all stressed and you can't find it so that's where I would start I would see and maybe you need two or three days and really paying attention. Okay, where is it that I'm getting the most stressed out and then start there. And often it helps like, as you know too, probably from what you're doing, to have a guide who helps you a little bit because sometimes we're too much into our own world and we can't see it. And if somebody from the outside, sees a little bit better, the bigger picture and can maybe guide you a little bit better where to start and, and, and how to make a change.
0: Yeah, yes, that's beautifully said. And, and I think, you know, for me personally, when I start, you know, investing a little bit of time, organizing things, yes, it may feel like, you know, you're taking time off for something that you feel like you can push off. But what I've found is sometimes when you start organizing things, you start seeing patterns, like to your point, and sometimes you can create a solution for to make it more effective or you start seeing patterns like how to make things better for you. Exactly. Um, yeah. and, and something as simple as like motherhood, you know, if you're going to spend this much time where, where your time goes every week, right, or you're mm-hmm. during the day and you know this is how much time it's going to take me to do the same thing every single day, well, if you start seeing those patterns, You could potentially start doing things
1: differently and more effectively, right? Yeah. And then you may need in in the first week, you may need a little bit more time, but then the weeks to come, it needs less time because it's it's organized. And that time that you're saving there, especially as a mom, you can maybe use to be more present with your child and do something Mm -hmm. for the child, which then in turn calms your child down. And then you in general have less chaos in the home, which... I mean, I don't think you can get to a complete serene and calm environment with children because children, it is um, sometimes chaotic, especially then when they may be sick or when it's like now a pandemic and they're home and everything is different. But whatever you can control will actually help to calm the situation. And the same in business, whatever yeah. you can do yourself instead of, because I feel like when we're feeling overwhelmed, and I mean, I know that feeling too, maybe less from clutter, from but from other situations. When we're feeling overwhelmed, the overwhelm also comes from a place where you feel like you have nothing under control. Mm-hmm. And what you then What then helps to do is to go and figure out what do I have under control? There is always something. And even if it's just your own thinking about it or your own actions. And then if you go and start there, you feel more in control, less overwhelmed, and something is going to... happen and something is going to move it's like if we talk about energy and flow if you do start somewhere even if it's so called with air quotes the wrong end you're still going to change something on the whole situation and something goes gets into the flow much more than if you just sit here and um, do nothing like like a, a deer in a headlight you know
0: right yeah, that is so important, because I think, you know, I was in that, mem- um I was in that state for a long time. And I think what had something that I had found very beneficial for myself is, you know, like you said, like, write it down, because I think the point of writing it down is a you are acknowledging that you are wanting to solve the problem. And then I think by putting it down also creates, you know, like, you can chunk it up. So it doesn't feel like, you know, oh, my gosh, I have to like, clear the whole house all at the same time you know but I think just like tackling maybe okay maybe my kitchen is organization and then start with the cabinet and then move on to the next one you know like chunk it up like do you have any other tips to help people kind of um you know for people who might think well I kind of want to start but you know what are some of the best tips that you had found beneficial for yourself that people can benefit from
1: yeah, so the, the tendency that most people have is they take on too big projects. Like it also looks like a big project, and it usually is a big project. But even even if they think they're chunking it down, it's often still too big. And it, and the the thing is, if you're not in not like it's a little bit like if you wanted to run a marathon or becoming in sh- become sh- right. in shape and and and, and healthy. You can't just go out and run 10 miles from, like, yesterday right, dear, to today. Right. It doesn't work. <laughs> yeah, so you have to start. So, so it it's the same a little bit with decluttering, because it needs a lot of mental um, and emotional um, energy to do it, and some analytical stuff, because, like, you organize and stuff. So start, start gentle and start. So one of my sayings is a few minutes a day keeps the chaos away. So you can either... Uh, tell yourself, okay, I I just start with 15 minutes a day. And for example, I always say like, see where it, where it um, bugs you the most. Like again, where does it stress you out the most? So for example, one example I had for myself many years ago was sometimes in the evening I was too lazy and I didn't want to put the dirty dishes away. But then in the morning when I woke up, the first thing I saw was dirty dishes. And right. I realized that I didn't like that. Now, in You just start rearranging your day and you 're making sure okay i'm I 'm actually dealing with these dishes in the evening. I make sure I do that before I get too tired and in the morning i 'm very grateful and you can go uh, this route and say i 'm very grateful for my past self that she took the time to to do this so I can come into a clean and calm kitchen and how we start our day often um is how we're how we're actually experiencing the whole day. So if we're in the morning already stressed, then if you figure out mm-hmm. something for you like that, then you can start there. Just start small and then build up on it. And then that way your decluttering muscle starts to build. And also an advantage is if you start smaller but consistent, like every day, like I say, a few minutes a day, yeah. you're starting to create a habit. Eventually it becomes a habit where you're where you're doing these things. Um without having to be forced because this is just what you do you just clean up the kitchen in the evening real quick so in so you know in the in the morning it's nice and clean you just put the toys away from your children in the evening you can even create a game with your children about it and then it's less less craziness let's mm-hmm. say the next day because it's already just start small and then um Another another thing is like if you're now not having children at home, for example, or not a business at home and you ju- just in general want to declutter, another big thing that people um, trip up is when they start with the emotionally charged items. So I always say don't don't start with your grandmother's whatever yeah. that you don't know what to do with, you know, or your aunt Violet's and you don't know. This, this is... Um, unconsciously is a procrastination tactic of your brain that you go to the most difficult thing and you're trying to start there and it's not going to work. So you start where it's more obvious, where the things are not emotionally charged, where it's just things that like kitchen bathrooms um, are usually good places where where there is not a lot of emotionality Mm -hmm. in it yet. And then when you have your decluttering muscle build up a little bit, then you can move to the more difficult things.
0: Right. I think that is so true, because I think also once you start feeling the reward for clearing out those clutters, it's almost Mm -hmm. like you're still feeling the benefit of taking that extra step that also probably will give you more energy to tackle the big stuff, you know, because it's like, like you said, it's like you're building up your muscle. So basically start small, start where it feels comfortable, so it doesn't feel daunting to you. And you yeah, kind of brought um, up a very great point because you know i watch the shows like i forget what it's called but those clutter clearing shows <laughs> and, and i believe i listen like i'm not an expert in this but i want to know is it true that you know a lot of clutters are actually caused by an emotional um,
1: stressors is that what you have yeah there? it's very similar with people who struggle with weight it's usually. Like some people, when they have trouble feeling their emotions, and I know you 're kind of an yeah. <laughs> an expert on emotions you know so if if we're if we're trying to stuff down the emotions instead of feeling them or acknowledging them and working through them, mm-hmm. some people stuff them down with food, others stuff them down with alcohol, and again others stuff them down by short-term rewards of buying things and that's then when the clutter starts to build up that's the first level and then the second level is that when you then have all this stuff around you it almost makes you feel protected or cozy and they have then sometimes trouble and that's another reason why you have to start small because these shows what I often I cringe when I see them because if these people are a Mm-hmm. are attached to their things and then the professional organizers or the clutter clearing people come in and take that all away and they all of a sudden have all this space in their home you would think that must be good for them but what, all they're feeling is anxiety because now this is all gone and that makes them anxious so this is the second layer that's why it's sometimes so have people have such a hard time to let certain things go even though mentally they might know or with their brain yeah it's stupid like i should just let it go but it's it's a different layer because they haven't really um addressed their emotions and th- it doesn't even have to be an emotion that is attached to this item. it's just an emotion in general to having things. it could be a scarcity mindset that you feel like if if you don't have all these things, then maybe you're gonna uh, you're not gonna be um safe in the future or whatever i mean that's where the deeper work comes in right um. Where, where, where it trips up people. And that's why I'm not such a fan of these shows and actually don't really like watching them because I feel I feel sometimes for these people, like, and, and again, people are different. So some for them, it might be good and they may enjoy mm-hmm. it afterwards. But in my experience, when I help people, it's more often that they're struggling all of a sudden with empty space. Oh, so
0: interesting.
1: like if you had always a lot of things, let's just say, let's say the the, the kitchen, if you always had your whole countertops full with stuff and whatever, and all of a sudden this is all empty, they're, they're, they feel like it's sterile or they can't handle it. Or it's it like, mm-hmm. that's when all these emotions that they pushed down with the things come back up and probably like almost like a volcano, a little bit too much at the time. Right. And then it's hard to, um, To process because they didn't want to process it to begin with and they don't have any experience in processing it so again slow is actually more sustainable also and kinder to yourself than trying to do it in this big swoop by somebody else who just tells you what to do it's another thing i always say i never tell anybody to get rid of anything it's not my place I'm just helping them seeing what all these things and this cluttered house or office does to them and their nervous system and to their feelings. And mm-hmm. and then when they're understanding this, then they're more ready to let it go because it's emotions are involved. Yeah. And it's not my place to tell them, oh, you should just throw that away. That's not that's not how it works. Right. You know.
0: You know, like, just listening to your story, isn't it interesting how something, like, well, basically everything in life is, like, the mind, body, and souls are all interconnected. Like, sometimes we think, like, oh, because it's manifest in the physical form, like, it all begins, like, you know, in our mind. Like, our body is, you know, obviously is the way we process the thought process, which generates the action. And, but it's so true because, you know, I think it, it... People during the pandemic, there are some people who I knew once their spouse or, you know, their kids went back to work, so to speak, they felt like their house is empty and they don't know like what to do and vice versa. You know, and like you said, sometimes clearing things out may not feel, you know, it's, it's not like a one size fits
1: all. So that's important
0: that you, you address it that way
1: yeah totally and and go slow because like in our mind we all want to go fast like what i notice a lot like people want to have the magic pill they want to go fast what they're forgetting is that they probably can't handle the fast right or their body can't handle it their brain in their brain they think they can but then all of a sudden, when it's actually becoming real and you're actually doing it, they're realizing, "Oh, wait a second, there's emotions involved there's my, right like, all of a sudden, all these thoughts are coming up that I don't know how to handle so yeah, so th- and i so I always joke and say the the magic pill or the magic bullet is actually a few minutes a day because you're you become a different person by doing it slowly too, and then it's not because if you do it fast you're not a different person you're still the same person who was messy who had lots of things yeah. but all of a sudden you're now um ripped out of this home that you had with all the stuff and put into a home that has nothing so it's yeah. you have no time to evolve so right.
0: And I think it's so important to be in the moment because I think by rushing it, sometimes we're like
1: destination focused, you know, and and just yeah. like what you're saying, exactly. You know. And you'd rather be process focused than destination focused. Yeah. And I just had a thought about that because I know you're you're in the travel business too, and I just it's like whenever I so I live in Canada, but I'm originally from Switzerland, so I always joke and say. When I go to Switzerland, which I haven't because of the pandemic, couldn't go. but I mean, <laughs> no, if you no. go, if you go somewhere and you don't even have to go that far, but if you go with the airplane, I feel more so than with the car, with the car, you have more time to adjust. But if you go with the airplane, you get into the airplane here, let's say Vancouver, and you get out in Switzerland in Zurich, your body might be there but you are not there yet. And I don't know whether whether you have experienced that. For, mm-hmm. for me, I feel it. It's like almost like my soul, my, 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 my everything my Your sleeping pattern, has... <laughs> everything. Yeah.
0: Right. Everything is
1: a little slower. They're not flying. It's just your body that is flying. And then, and we always say, oh, yeah, I have to settle in, I have to adjust, I have to, I have to arrive really. Mm-hmm. And your body may have arrived, but you haven't really arrived. And it's a little bit similar with yeah. decluttering if it goes too fast, you haven't, you haven't given your soul uh, time to, to keep up and to catch Mm -hmm. up. So
0: yeah, yeah, I love that. And I always say, you know, you can't rush growth, and whether it's growth in your own personal development, whether it's clearing clutters, but, you know, sometimes in our culture, we want like instant gratification. And sometimes it's not like an instant food, you know, you just have to, cook your food slowly. And, and, and I think by, by what you're saying is like by enjoying the process, you're also teaching yourself to be in the moment and, and allow yourself to feel like the clearing of the process, right? Because that's also a part mm-hmm. of the healing.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And just imagine like if somebody comes in and, and cleans your whole house out and, and it happens within a day or whatever long it happens and plop you there, your old self, <clears throat> the clutter will all come back in because Mm -hmm. you haven't changed, you haven't changed any of your routines. You haven't changed any of your thought processes. You haven't changed stuffing emotions down with clutter or food or whatever you're doing. So this all comes back. So basically this quick fix or quick result is wasted because a few weeks down the road or months or whatever, um, you're back to how it was before and why because you didn't give your soul and yourself time to to move along you know yeah and um and when you go slower it's actually faster because it it's more sustainable it stays that way and you're making progress and it may sound um slow or or feel slow sometimes even but when you then look back you see how far you have come and the clutter is less likely to accumulate again because you are more aware and you're doing you're creating different routines habits processes rituals whatever you want to call it Mm -hmm. and um and so then it's faster than if you're creating something in one day or one week and then five weeks or five months down the road you're back to zero Right. It's like it's, again, like weight. Yeah, like diet you know. exactly.
0: You can't do like crash diet because like you're basically yeah. trying to, you know, shortcut the process, but then if you're still wanting that greasy whatever, you know, that's yeah. unhealthy for you. You're going to go back if not more than the previous weight, right? Exactly. Uh, so, have yeah. you ever have like anything like in out of ordinary or anything the funniest story that you can share <laughs> about clearing <laughs> clutters, anything that's like out of ordinary? <laughs> out of ordinary. Or what's the strangest request you've gotten?
1: <laughs> I'm curious. Uh, I don't know. A strange. So most people struggle, yeah, I don't know, strange. Just I had one yeah. I had one thing. So one one was funny. I had a lady and um she was um she she loved knitting and crochet and everything. So her and, and, and there it's hard to decide what is clutter and what is not clutter, because oh. oftentimes I ask when we're physical, when we're dealing with physical clutter, I ask, do you love it? And then a person can say yes or no. And is it useful? Yes or no? And most of the time it, they don't love it and it's not useful anymore. So then it's pretty clear that it's clutter. Right. But when you're having, when you're an artist or when you're doing um, crafts, it's kind of hard because yeah. she said to Everything, almost anything, <laughs> she said, I love it. And is it right. useful? Of course. Right. But there, the, the, um, to figure out whether it's clutter or not is it's, for example to figure out okay you have so much stuff do you even have enough lifetime and i don't mean this morbid but i'm just saying like do you even have enough time in your life still to use up all these things mm-hmm. right <laughs> like how right. many hours a day do you have to knit or craft mm-hmm. to actually that this actually is even uh, useful for you mm-hmm. so this is where it becomes uh, a different, or when you have people who are collecting things that have uh, a certain value, then it's also like it's 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 a different. Um, yeah, you have to you yeah. have to look at it different. So it's not the typical things, mm-hmm. but it also has a, a lot to do with thinking. So like, what is your like limiting beliefs is one of the mental clutter that a lot of people don't realize that um, limiting beliefs are mental clutter. Or everything that is unfinished is also clutter. And it can be mental and physical clutter. So if you're an artist or a craftsperson, you have tons and tons of started projects, but nothing is ever going to get finished. There is also some underlying reason why. So then you can start looking into that. And I'm still not saying you have to throw everything away, but you can start figuring out, okay, why do I just start projects and never finish anything? Like... A because, lot of writers um, deal with that
0: too, you know, because like you yes, start something registered. and you're like criticizing, or you move on to
1: the next one, you know. Just yep. so mm-hmm. that's a lot. That's that's. Oftentimes, the minute it gets a little bit difficult, you just start something new. You know, like that. Mm-hmm. You, it's not easy going anymore, and and you would have to put a little bit extra effort in, and then a lot of people because it brings up emotions they don't want to deal with these emotions so they're just moving over to something different and um or or in the online space now um with all these online courses that people are buying and but not (laughs) not finishing Finishing. yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. starting and not finishing or and always running and it has is one of these um notions we have where we always run after oh no this must be the it now this must be now the holy grail or this must be the magic pill but it's not um, unless you're doing the work nothing is a magic pill so that's, yeah. And
0: I think, you know, me and you, I think we're we're talking about also spirituality, I think, in the past. And I think it's so important, like just like you said just now, because everything in life is not a one size fits all. And I think in our exactly. society, we had the tendency to have this cookie cutter path to what happiness or what clutter free living should be. But, you know, I love how you kind of make this into about who you are as a person versus
1: this is the recipe or formula for clutter free, yeah. you know. So yeah, but it's all everything is connected, and I uh, and I I mean a lot of people still say, oh, this is voodoo. Everything is connected, but science can prove that more and more that it everything is. is connected. Just right. start studying quantum sci- uh, yeah. quantum mechanics, or quantum physics, and then you will hear that the scientists can actually prove that everything is connected. Yes, and and there is, I think, is it a, a saying from the Zen um, that says how you do one thing, you do everything? No. So yes. it's like, I just posted the other day about this. Yes. Yes. And, mm-hmm. and it's so true because it's like, so this is not just clutter and it's not just the things. It's like how you do everything. And this oh, is God. why I'm always saying too. It's it has so much to do with your mental processing, with your uh, limiting beliefs, with your with the things that you're telling yourself that might not be true the scarcity mindset it all is connected and if you start clearing up something in one place it will have a ripple effect to other places because everything is connected Mm -hmm. so and I think I like I
0: think you know to tie it back to our original um, introduction to you and I love the way you select the word muse because I think a lot of people out there they claim themselves as the expert in something you know but i think a lot of the healing process at least on my end i know sometimes you don't need somebody to tell you what you're doing wrong but i think by being a listening vessel and by trying to understand the you know the life from a higher perspective it Mm -hmm. does help you to create the life that you want you know and taking the time and i love how you're like being a guiding principle you know just to kind of be there um so for people who are listening and who's interested in maybe getting a little bit of help and nudge and you know wanting you to help them create stability and create clutter-free living can you tell them a little bit how to
1: find you or what you do where yeah so so we're we're on a podcast here so i have my own podcast where actually i share i have uh, solo episodes where i share practical tips how to do certain things so that would be a good start you learn a little bit about all my philosophy whatever I didn't say yet uh, in this conversation and the podcast is called from chaos to peace with Connie and it's everywhere where there are podcasts you can find it and then uh, from there, I mean, if you're interested, always in the show notes, there is my website. Um, you can just click on that or you find it by typing in uh, Connie Graf. I write my name with a Y. So it's C-O-N-N-Y-G-R-A-F dot com. That's my website. And there you find also everything. And um, on my website, you could also click a button and it would get a complimentary uh, conversation with me to to figure out. How I could help them, That's but there is uh, yep. yeah, so that that would be the the um, the best journey maybe. Mm -hmm. Or if you're um, wanting to go check out my Instagram, I post there a lot too. So Mm -hmm. that sounds good. And and
0: what I'm going to do is I'm going to link all those information that Connie just mentioned on the podcast details so you guys can check that out. And she's also going to be doing um, a short blog post that you guys can check it out with some useful tips. Um, You know, if you want to start small, like you said, like she mentioned earlier, we can definitely use um, some daily tips that you can use every day and what was the saying connie that you said earlier that was um yeah a few minutes a day he keeps the
1: chaos away yeah. i love that i think that should be the title of this episode i love that <laughs> yeah I always say that like I I say that on my podcast I say that with the clients I say whenever somebody asks me how should I start decluttering a few minutes a day keeps the chaos away and um yeah so this is this is kind of my saying and I also say too another one of my sayings is decluttering is self-love so you're not doing it for anybody else but for you and why because with less clutter you're less stressed and that is in my eyes self-love and it's not in a selfish way but in a like the minute you are less stressed like i said before your child benefits from it your spouse benefits from it your clients benefit from it and you benefit from it so i
0: love that and what a perfect way to wrap this up because you know i think for those of you who knows me i'm all about self-love and i think you know we're like our own biggest critics so it's always best to do things because you love who you are and you deserve it. So just putting the investment out there and I'm going to put all the links and the details, um, for those of you who's interested in checking Connie's page, um, and be sure to check out her podcast as well. She has amazing guests on there and a really interesting title. So, um, Yeah, but thank you so much for um, being on the show today. And um, I'll be sure to link everything up for you guys. And I hope you keep your journey, keep moving forward. And remember, this is not a race and this is your pace. So go slow, go at your own pace. Don't rush growth. And until next time, ohana, take care.